guys. Welcome back to the Thoughts Podcast. Today, I have my friend Elise. Say hi. Hey. And we're going to just discuss whatever comes to mind. And so I hope you enjoy. Sit back, relax, and here we go. Yeah. Okay, let's get right into it. So, um, this is my first podcast. I've never, you know, done one before. And this is my third, so... So she's she's, she's a pro. <laughs> I'm okay? a pro. You, you heard it here first. Three episodes in, what, three years? Three episodes in three years. Yes. <laughs> so good. Anyway. Um, well, <laughs> a little updates on our lives. So, May, she's in college, as you know. Um, yes. Where so are you going to college? I go to college at UCF now. And I literally, let me just tell you the story about how I got into UCF. Basically, I did college in high school, so I was guaranteed admission into Florida State College, a Florida College. And so I got admitted into UCF, and I was like, yay, that sounds great. I'm going to, I'm looking forward to going to UCF. Then in the summer, they say that. I'm not going to live there. I can't get into housing. They dropped me off the wait list. And then... <laughs> a miracle. A miracle happened. Literally, I don't remember. It was like the last week of uh, August, I think. I remember 100%. Yeah, it was the last week of August. I get a text Monday, and they're like, Hey, I know we kicked you off the waiting list, but do you want a house? Actually, do you want housing admission? And I was like, um... And they said, you have 24 hours to answer. So so on the spot, first off. Literally. Literally, I feel like so unprofessional on their part. Like It was a text message. It wasn't even an email. Jump, like, put that on you so fast and give you such a limited time to think about it. And school had already started. It's just not a good position to be in. Yes. But regardless. In the end, I said yes. It worked out. Like, she's at UCF. <laughs> She yes. lives there. And now I'm visiting Elise back in yeah. my hometown. And it's so much fun living, like, with roommates. I have three roommates, but I have my own room and a shared bathroom. It's, like, four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and a kitchen and a living room. It's great. I love it. But, boy, was that an adventure. And it still is an adventure. Literally every day I'm facing a new challenge that I never thought I would go through. I'm like, Yay! And that's that's just a part of life. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yep. I forgot the words. Like every day, we learn more about ourselves and grow. Every you day know? is an opportunity. Yeah, you're you're constantly f- like experiencing new things and getting into new circum new. Yeah, so it's every day is a self-discovery. Yes. Even when you're older. Every day you learn something new. So it's been a very exciting experience. Like, And how do you like living? On your own, in a way? I mean, you're with roommates. I think that's actually really good, though. Like, living with roommates. I feel, because, like, I've heard about, like, what people, like, have questions on. And it's like, 
how is it living with roommates but then maybe living on your own and like the difference and blah 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 and like stuff like that yeah from my experience i'm glad that i have roommates because they aren't there all that often and i don't hang out with them all the time i do have my alone time time a lot and i was like wow if i was all alone i i don't know what i would do with myself so i'm glad that i can have roommates and like have conversations with them whenever I feel like it because otherwise I'd be so lonely but other than that I love living alone it's been an experience like going to the grocery store I I live like a 10 minute walk away from public so I just walk over there with my friend over there and I had to you know start off my home alone and get the essentials like ketchup Condiments. All, these, all like yeah salt and pepper i was like oh i didn't realize that i needed that for this recipe and all that so it's definitely a process of learning to live without your parents yeah and i i still facetime or call my mom every day or elise <laughs> or something someone mom or like, elise literally literally i've been la- like two weeks ago i facetimed elise every single day for a week yeah so that was fun (laughs) it's like reminds me that i'm not alone because sometimes sitting in that dorm alone it's like wow you kind of lose your mind a little yeah it's like covid like i (laughs) i lost my mind for a hot minute yeah definitely no questions asked yes so another thing that i learned was don't be in your room all day (laughs) yeah don't not (laughs) good for you i'm working on that that really, it really affects your social life. Yeah. Like, in a very bad way. As we all know, I'm sure. No doubt. But, um... Um, another thing was that, like, the first month, I was in the dorm, and I stayed down in Orlando for the whole entire month, and right now I'm visiting for the second time, and it's October. And... The whole month, I was like, oh, lordy, lordy, (laughs) help me. (laughs) Uh, Because it was definitely a time of isolation and waiting and being patient. And it was a whole experience. And coming out of that month of isolation is definitely so much has been learned. And now... I think I tried three different churches in Orlando, and now I have my home church, I would say, and I love them so much, and literally the whole month of isolation taught me to be grateful for the friends that I do have, and now that I have the friends in Orlando, I'm like, yes, now I don't have to be alone. (laughs) Love that. Love to see it. Okay, um, a little about me. Yeah, we got a lot on May, but who's who's Elise? Who does she think she is? So, what grade are you in? (laughs) I'm in eleventh grade. (laughs) Yeah, still in high school, loving it. I tend to make friends with a lot of younger people, I guess, but then some older people. You know, yeah. But the thing is, as you get older, it starts to not matter. Yeah, you start to forget about the age gap. I mean, I feel like the when you start feeling the age gap, it's it's about like a 5 years. Then you definitely see like a whole different shift in like 
mental maturity and just uh, you're in a different you're you're on a different level definitely yeah. there's definitely a gap definitely like your age group is like where you see the most yeah. change and growth i feel like yeah. well um i go to the l- a high school in my hometown <laughs> that i will not be sharing on this podcast <laughs> yeah. i was like don't don't say it. no <laughs> um yeah just like going to public school public school's public school as everyone knows yeah um yeah what about how's your background um i think i heard something about being first generation american i am a first generation american which actually funny story or funny thing actually i just realized that recently like i never really thought about it until i don't know i honestly don't even know what prompted me to come to this conclusion I think I think I've just been really like looking back, analyzing a lot with my family, cause I've been having just a lot going on as far as family goes. Just so many new developments, and like I've just been looking back, and, like looking at things from a different perspective, and and then I just and then I kind of came to this conclusion that yeah, first generation American. Also, I was with a friend, and and she was like, wait, really? I am too, and it was just this funny little enlightenment for both of us. So, what ethnicity or where do your parents come from? So, my parents are both Ukrainian. But here's the catch, because it's, again, just, you know, funny little things like this (laughs) that I'm about to tell. So, my dad, so my mom, she's Ukrainian, like I said, she lived in Ukraine, went to Ukrainian school, speaks Ukrainian. She did take Russian in school and Romanian in um, Christian college. But my dad, he's Ukrainian. He lived in Ukraine, but he also has, he's also from Romanian descent as well as being Ukrainian. But the thing is, he doesn't speak Ukrainian at all. Hmm. He actually doesn't really... Like he just d- can't li- really understand it that well either. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. But he's a Ukrainian, sp- a Russian-speaking Ukrainian, I guess. Okay, so Russian. He went to Russian school in Ukraine and just, you know, stuff like that. He's, okay, my dad, he's a ex-gen, you know, the 70s. And there was the whole thing with, like, Ukraine being a part of Russia then and all that, as people may know. And then, like, this new development with Ukraine and Russia coming back, resurfacing, I guess. But yeah, he's um, he's a Russian-speaking Ukrainian. Okay, so can you say something in Russian or Ukrainian? It's <laughs> <laughs> like show and tell. Yeah. Oh. Oh. What does that mean? Let's let's talk some Ukrainian. Oh, fun, fun. Yeah, I can say yohochu yista. Yohochu yista. I want to eat. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing I can say in Russian. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I suck at trying to decipher Russian and Ukrainian. Like, the languages to me, as a non-native, sound very similar. But I mean, like, I asked my parent. I asked my mom like, once. So like they sound so similar and she's like but they're so different 
I'm like, no way. <laughs> they sound so similar. Just the way you say things changes, honestly. I'm not a credible source. Don't take whatever I say final. I'm literally, like, I'm 16. Like, I'm a, I'm a joke right now, okay? <laughs> Don't take what I say. <laughs> take it lightly, okay? You need to, like, reevaluate stuff that I say and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Next question. What do you think, what do you see happening in your life that you think is, like, a lesson that God is trying to teach you? You know, for the past for the past few years, I've been struggling relationship-wise, like friendship-wise. Aren't we all? We <laughs> do. But I've I was always so used to having like a go-to friend group that I always had by my side. And then just with life, you know, stuff happens. As mm-hmm. everyone knows, things happen. And that got taken away from me so i've i've had a lot of time a lot of time like room for self-discovery and i feel like with the influence of a friend group everything that i believed in was sort of swayed in the direction that we all thought Mm -hmm. so i wasn't really my own person i feel that but since then since not being in this friend group of mine that I used to have and making friends with people with all different sorts of people like I don't really have a concrete friend group like I have you (laughs) and your sister and um and then I have just like a friend from school and then I have like a friend here and a friend there and then like and then I meet all these different people but never like a concrete group of people that I'm all friend like we're all friends with and that i feel like that is so good and um it's definitely a time of self-development yeah and self you have room for growth you have room to be your own person and that's very important especially like getting into adulthood and yeah i feel that, that going into college and being by myself it forced me to self-develop it forces you it really does and and it's it's a good it's good you know some a little uncomfort is really good for you yeah because that's where growth happens I've I've heard that somewhere yeah it was just a quote that I shared with you the other day yeah I think it was something along the lines of if you don't go in if you're anxious and you don't if you're not willing to go into a situation that you know will make you anxious there's no room for growth yeah that's the only there's way there's no lesson if you don't tr- go into the test and that's yeah yeah but also like i just i just need to add in like i feel like one of the big things in life i feel like is really prominent is just throughout life it's all about the relationships you make with people and that and that goes back to the bible too just like meeting different people and just loving uh, loving everyone (laughs) do you know what i mean yeah i mean it's kind of cliche but like the bible says love one another and it doesn't say love this guy and this guy but not those guys it's like networking but from a christian perspective 
with loving everyone, even if you don't like them. Yeah. Just meeting people, forming connections. That's what life, that's a big part of life. A big part of life is relationships. Mm-hmm. I definitely say. Yeah. And that never ends. It never changes. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, moving on. A lesson for me that I a found. Lesson for you. This, and th- this time, this season, other than the isolation, I feel like this week it has been about letting go of it, my anxieties and just giving it to God. And one thing that I learned, because I have, like, so much anxiety randomly throughout the day or just like if it's a situation like the college thing really got (laughs) got to me but it was fine because we're getting out of it but I heard a a, what's it called a sermon (laughs) I heard a sermon the other day that it's not that you're not willing to give God your anxieties like you know you're anxious you're like god take it away from me god take it away from me i'm giving it to you and it feels like nothing's happening but in the past few days i've been doing that and i've been surrounding myself with christian music and sermons at nighttime or in the morning and stuff like that and i definitely see that if you give your ang- your negative thoughts, your anxious thoughts to him every single time, he'll take it away. But you have to be willing to let him take it away and refocus your attention on him. And it's really, really hard. But I am working on that, and I definitely see progress within the past week. Like, That's I don't know, good. so much has happened in the past week. So much. <laughs> oh yeah, she's been telling me. We do still FaceTime, even though she's in town just like you know the times of the night when we can't exactly see each other we're facetiming yeah yeah that's our reality all the little developments in life get like told something to happens release. something happens and i call her i'm like nay i have to tell you something <laughs> literally oh my gosh it's kind of like the distance made us grow closer yeah it did I felt like our friendship has gotten stronger yeah. since you left. That's fun. It's definitely interesting because whenever you leave, your relationships either grow stronger or die. Yeah. <laughs> and either way, it's a lesson. And you get the people in your life that you need in your life in this season of life. I had a friend for a season of my time, and she was big on, you have a friend for the season of life you're in. Then afterwards, they may or may not may not be in your life after yeah. that lesson. Yeah, I've heard about that. Like every everyone is a, you know, something about like everyone can be a lesson mm-hmm. or uh, something else. <laughs> uh, there's like another half to that little thing, little quote. But yeah, like people, they can, if anything, you learn, you learn from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> An experience. An experience. Ooh. Um, yeah, I have some. I have some lessons. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Let me like. It's like okay. What time is it? It's like two, and I'm not like woken up. Um. I 
feel like I forgot about all like specific people. Yeah, I don't know. I had some time. I had friend groups in my life, and that I'm not a part of anymore. And they're all a part of growth and development. When I went to this specific high school, I met some people. You know, I met all the people that were in the high school because it was such a small high school. It was like a Christian private school type thing. And, you know, I had my friendships there. And they helped me to develop myself. And going out of that season, that time in the high school, I don't talk to any of them now. And it really, I don't, I couldn't, I could not pinpoint, point, oh my gosh, I could not pinpoint for you what exactly it is that I learned, but like little tiny things here and there, I'm like, thank you that I went through that, so I don't have to go through it again. Yeah, that's definitely something, like, there's so many things that I'm glad that I already learned and went through now, so I didn't have to go through it later. Like, I feel like the like the lessons I learned from people is really what not to be. Like, mm-hmm. that's mostly what I've learned from as far as lessons go. Like, because I've had, I've been in some interesting friend groups. And I've met some interesting people that are not Christian. <laughs> and just have, to- like, they're just totally different. It's like a yeah. different breed. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I learned, just built I just learned what the norm is for them and i've seen i'm like what like i was like it's like i i could never and it's like i could never i'm like this is normal for for you this is normal for you like yeah i just it's kind of like that situation where you go to your friend's house for your first sleepover and it's like oh you do you do that you do that this is this (laughs) is what you usually do (laughs) like it's just crazy you know sometimes it's just crazy yeah um, another lesson that I feel like I've learned is, I was just watching a sermon, and it's, like, crying out in my head to me that literally, I forgot the Bible, ver- the Bible verse specifically, but it's, like, when another, when, <laughs> when one door closes, another one opens, and God opens doors for you where he's, he knows you should go, and he closes the doors where y- he knows that you shouldn't go, and it expanded the sermon expanded on that by saying that god's no's are louder than his yeses that's really good that one really hit home for me because you know with my anxiety of overthinking about the future i'm like well should i do this should i do that and god's like closes the door obviously on this one situation and opens the door less obvious and it's like okay Door A is closed, so I guess I'll keep going toward door B until that one closes, if it ever yeah. does. And you really don't know until you keep on going. Yeah. So kind of like relax, just relax, relax let and kind go. Of be really observant to what to what is happening, so you so you know what decision to make, and so you can see what's in front of you. That oh, this door's closed. Don't go there. Yeah, and you, you really keep have to going listen in this direction. Out. You have to, yeah. You need to listen. You need to listen because there's a difference between saying, "Hey God, give me an answer," and then you keep going through and knocking on door A that's already closed, and you're like, "God, God, and that, open the door." It's also really hard to do that. Like it takes practice. 
but honestly what what's helped me is <laughs> this is really it's really cliche and it's nothing honestly christian related it's just it's just like a little pro tip <laughs> it's just just do it like just for, just, it. just d- disconnect from the conversation and just do it like like why not you know what i mean yeah if you well, don't you have step out there that then just helps never know. me get like a little more control that i i am in control of my decisions and if this is what god wants me to do i'm just gonna do it yeah and like it's so hard whenever you are anxious and you worry about it and that's like a sin it's a sin to worry and it's so hard to wrap your mind around the fact that you don't have to be worrying and you still do it so as soon as you let go and let god let go and let god that i've heard that somewhere it's a song it's a song yeah it's a song let go let god have to let go let god control your life and you have to be willing to stop knocking on door a and start headed toward heading towards yeah. door b because ultimately god knows what's best for you so like having that peace of mind that he's in control that his will is better than your will could ever be that just it's like a weight is lifted off of you like you have someone to look to look up to mm-hmm. that has your back yeah. for sure and you don't really you don't you don't need to worry but it takes it's definitely not easy to to get to give that control up and let God and it takes it's it takes work it takes an effort yeah and let me just tell you God is our father he loves us too much to let us down. Yeah. So he has Oh, another sermon that I saw. It it was this teddy bear analogy. Like God is holding a giant teddy bear behind his ba- his back and you're holding this little tiny teddy bear. He's like you'd have to let go of the little thing that you have right now to be able to see what God has for you behind his back. And if you cling to the tiny little thing that you, you're like, no, I want this. You'll never see what's the bigger plan for you. Also, with all these things, like, like whatever situations and outcomes, like, happen that are, like, positive, that you do realize that God did this for you. People like me, like, I have really bad memory. I, I, I forget a lot of things that sometimes I wish I could remember. So keeping track of how many times or like the instances where those kind of occurrences have happened, it's a good thing for like people like me, I can look back on and see, oh, see, this has happened before. Do it again. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like literally, I heard a long time ago and you just reminded me, like if you could keep a prayer journal or just like a regular journal, take note of what you're anxious of and your prayer for God toward, uh, for that uh, situation. Yeah. And then like Come the back answered prayers. Just yeah. Just re-look at all of your answered prayers. Yeah. Like literally come back to your journal later on. Write down how God answered it. And it's like all of these pages can be filled with answers. Questions and answers. Yeah. You just have to be willing to literally open your eyes and open your ears and you'll see god more if you're willing to 
trick your mind into not thinking the bad and start looking for the good. Like, That's good. Yeah, literally. You could you could be like, oh my gosh. Let me let me make up a, a little analogy. Oh, let's <laughs> hear it. Okay, so you're in an old abandoned town. Everything's ugly. Everything's ugly. And maybe, like, I don't know, there's a tree in the middle. <laughs> and you could keep your eye on the pretty tree, or you can go around the old ugly town that's bad for you and be like, God, where are you? God, where's the good in life? Or you can go directly to the tree that you know is good. You just have to be willing to go there. Yeah. It's definitely a hard thing. Out distractions. Yeah, and it's different for everyone. Yeah. So, it's kind of like you need friends and relationships and network. That's definitely also a big part of being a Christian cuz God, he wants us to be around people like that. Yeah. Cuz that's how you grow. That's how you grow further in him as well. It's really hard to do the it's really hard to do it on your own. Yeah. And you have to have the relationships. Iron sharpens iron. And even though we're humans and we don't ha- go through the same exact thing, we can help each other out. Yeah. Yeah. You need and you need people to 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 help you, to help you see things from new perspectives. Also, like that just goes for any rela- like relationships in general. Like sometimes the way you see things I actually I, w- I had a teacher that said this once. She was like um how you're feeling is not always how you're doing and having people around you to tell you that to s- like from their perspective look at the situation that you bring up and like like Elise it's not that bad. Yeah. Like literally we do that <laughs> over FaceTime yes. like Elise it's so just just think annoying. about it. Just think about it. Just it's not that bad. Like look at the bigger picture. Like you need people in your life to recenter your focus. Because in the moment, it's she like... She really helps me with that. <laughs> in the moment, it can be this big thing. But, like, if you step back and you have your friends with you, then they can help you see it from a different perspective. Yes. So, literally, that's why Eve was created. Because men cannot live by themselves. They can't. Which is also really tough for me, because I'm all about independence. I'm, like, a really... Con- like. I can be a control freak, maybe, but I'm so, I f- like, even if I'm not, because I think I'm not, like, I'm really not an independent girl at all, I, I need, I need to have some, some kind of, you know, someone physical, physically there with me, um, but, like, I like to think that I am this independent, like, I don't need anybody, um, I'm fine on my own kind of person, but that's not true. I feel like that's definitely, like, a sin trap, because you could ultimately, like, Satan could test you with that and be like, "Mm, no, you're good by yourself. You don't need God. You don't need friends. You don't need something that you actually need. It's a defense mechanism that I've built up over the years, especially, like, with the little lessons I've learned like people wise like those kind of lessons um like for example I was bullied when I was in middle school which I'm actually really grateful for that I wasn't bullied in high school I feel like that would have been worse (laughs) but (laughs) but like 
from middle school. It, the only bad thing about it that everyone keeps telling me is I've built like a wall around myself. And that's my that's like where my defense mechanism is rooted in. Like I don't need anyone. I'm fine on my own. Friends, who needs them, right? <laughs> like that's like when Toxic. things when things go bad, that's what I look to, which is not good, and I'm working on it. And as of recent, it's not it's not been like this as of recent. But um that's definitely like an underlying like subconscious thing that in times can be brought up again Mm -hmm. which i'm trying not to it's definitely i mean you go through it for a reason and now that you know that it's caused you harm and like just like bad thoughts or a bad thought process or something you can now identify the problem and go back and fix it kind of like healing your inner child just like realizing that another person's opinion of you or whatever the situation was it was yeah, their yeah. perspective. There's all there's all these little things like you know people project their insecurities on you. Um, honestly, what people do say it's a reflection of what's going on in their own life. Like I know all yeah. these things. We love boys. We love them. Oh my gosh. We feel for them. We're sorry for them. It's ironic that you said like middle school because I feel like that's where the most boys are. I guess. Yeah, it was really weird because like everyone thinks high school, but no. Middle school. Middle school. That really shaped me from an early age. And that, I think that jump-started my mature... Maturity. Maturity process. Yeah, like, from then on, everyone was like, you're so much older. And then I'm like, oh, it's because uh, I know what it's like. Trauma. (laughs) Trauma. (laughs) Trauma from an early age. Um, That's why. So... Every situation, every trial, every test goes... God has a... He knows ahead of time yeah. what all that is going to be for. God had a purpose and a plan for your life before you were even in your mother's womb. Yeah. He understands more than you can fathom what, why that was needed to happen. Yeah. And it's literally for the greater good. It's literally like, oh, but God, that hurt my feelings. And he's like, well, but you don't use know. those feelings. But, but you don't know what I know. You know, you can't comprehend what I know. So just hang in there. I got you. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Relax. Literally, yeah. Oh my gosh, one of my Sunday school teachers used to call God. She used to call God Big Big Daddy Daddy God. God. (laughs) I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Big Daddy (laughs) Daddy. Literally. Love that. Love that. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Where in my car right now is. It's, it's kind of hot. It's getting toasty in here. It was literally freezing the past two days, and now it's hot again. So, the thanks, wh- Florida. We love... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Florida's amazing, guys. Yeah. Um, we love Florida. Also, um, I went ice skating last week for the first time, and I busted my bootay. <laughs> bootay. And I sprained my wrist. What she means is that she started breakdancing. <laughs> I started breakdancing <laughs> going ice skating and busted all that. Busted my booty. <laughs> I busted it. Yeah. yeah. But that was fun. First time ice skating. I just had to say that because I, love so, I loved it so much. Because I know how to roller skate. And so I went ice skating and I was like pretty good. And I could go backwards and all. And it was my first time. I was like, yeah, 
that's me. I'm that good. <laughs> yeah, but now, now I'm suffering the consequences of falling five times and wearing a little brace right now. Yeah, she. <laughs> <laughs> it should be good in like three you're, days. You're a little broken, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was doing my homework earlier, and I was like, ow, 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 <laughs> just <laughs> writing my notes. I was like, okay, I think I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Well, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I know it's been a while, and maybe I'll see you next year. Maybe I'll see you next month. Also, like, if you like it with me, like, if you want to see more of me, just let us know. Let us know. Or, like, I could totally go from, like, interrupting the the vibe here, but... The vibe of the two previous podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe... I don't know. Yeah, if you want to see more of me, we could totally arrange that. Yeah. So, let me know if you have any questions, comments, or concerns on my Instagram page, The Thoughts Podcast. And we hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you next time. See you next time. Goodbye.